Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, listeners, and thank you so much for joining us tonight on Be Free Ministries NC Live. As always, it is a pleasure to come into your home, your car, your office, wherever you Maybe at this time, it is such a pleasure to join you to share the Word of God and to share the love of God. Like, I love teaching. I love teaching in the natural, which I am a teacher, to pre-kindergarten students. And I love teaching the Word of God because the Word of God brings life and it brings healing. It it brings health. (laughs) It brings deliverance. It brings salvation. It brings a true refreshing to our soul, the Word of God does. And so I thank God for the opportunity to share his word with you and share his love with you and be able to declare his word to the people. So the Bible says in Romans that, you know, He that God sends preachers. You know, how can we hear unless, you know, God sends a preacher, and how can that preacher preach unless they be sent? And so we thank God, I thank God, for the privilege to share his word with you. Amen, amen. And so thank you again for joining us tonight. Um, We have been in a tap-in series. (laughs) I missed being on last week, but I wanted to give homage to all of our veterans, all of our retirees, everyone who who, who fought in a war, um, you know, honor to the families who are alive, for the veterans who have passed away, honor to those uh, veterans that are still living. So we celebrated Memorial Day, as we know, last Monday, and I wanted to give homage to our servicemen and women who have fought for the liberties and the freedoms that we so enjoy in the United States of America. And I, But I missed being on last Monday, and it's such a blessing to be back. Uh, tonight to talk about tap into peace, tap into peace. Wow, we have a lot going on in our world. I've been saying that since the show has been back on. We have a lot going on in our world today with our president and the instability of his administration. People have been fired or either have left uh, because of retirement or just wanted to get from under uh, our particular leader. So there's been a lot of change, a lot of uh, discord within our present administration, a lot of foolishness. Yes, it's been foolishness with our present administration. And I don't know about you, but for me, one of my concerns one thing that keeps me in prayer, keeps kind of steady on my mind, is uh, foreign relations, foreign policy, our relationship with other countries. And so because our uh, president is so flippant with the words that he uses and so disrespectful in, uh, in, in, in communicating about his thoughts and feelings about foreign policy or about other leaders, and even, you know, sharing things on social media, he, 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 you just never know what's going to come out of his mouth. And it would, he, he's one that would bring forth tension and discord and strife and dissension just by some of the unintelligible words and 
thoughts that he has, you know, concerning other people, other nations, other leaders. And so that's one of my concerns uh, for our country. Uh, and, and you probably have others, you know, concern about our country. And, and let's bring it closer to home, concern about your community, concern about the police violence has, that has been occurring in our world. The uh, school shootings have been a really big concern of mine, especially more recently. I mean, school shootings have been going on, oh, gosh, the first one happened, I believe it happened in the 60s. It was in a co- at a college. Um, I'm going to look it up as I'm talking to you. But more recently, you know, we've had mostly high schools, but, you know, Sandy Hook was an elementary school. You know, what, regardless of what level, elementary, middle school, high school, school shootings should not be occurring in our world. And so that's another concern of mine. I was praying about it just this weekend. I was crying out to the Lord and, and, and asking God to touch the, the heart and the mind of the people that want to harm Students that want to harm children, you know, whether it's their fellow classmates or adults, you know, just crying out to the Lord to have mercy upon us and touch the heart and the mind of those individuals that that, that even think about wanting to go into a school to shoot up the school to harm students and, and adults, you know, who are there to teach them and care for them. And, man, it's a huge concern, you know, and just think about your own personal concerns. Some people might have financial concerns right now. Um, some people may have concerns about their marriage. Their marriage may be in disaccord, and you're just concerned, you know, are, is, are, are me and my spouse going to be able to hold on? You know, are we headed to separation? Are we headed to divorce? You know, what's going to happen with the kids? You know, how are, how is this going to affect them if this separation or divorce happens? You know, what, what my, ch- my child is on drugs, you know, or my child is, is is missing. You know, we have a lot of missing kids in our world today. Um, and instability um, on the job. You know, maybe your company is about to downsize and you're about to lose your job. There's just so much, you know, going on in our world and in our personal life. And a lot of times we tend to take these cares upon ourselves or take these worries upon ourselves and allow these things to stress us out or cause us to worry so much that our hair is falling out or causing us to be so uh, concerned about it that our health begins to fail or we can feel that pain or that stress within our body or or we're so so focused on these negative situations. Even thinking about, you know, Hawaii just came to mind, the natural disasters that have been occurring. Puerto Rico is still rebuilding from the hurricane that happened last August. It's been almost a year. It's been what, August will be a year, you know, that that the uh, hurricane touched Puerto Rico. Some of those people in Puerto Rico are still without electricity. I mean, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they are frustrated and worried and concerned to be without electricity for almost a year. Man, you know, and so, you know, the, the, getting back to Hawaii, the, the hurricane, I mean, not hurricane, but the um, mm, volcano, thank you, Lord, that has erupted in, in Hawaii and continues to spit out lava. I mean, man, it's, <laughs> it's a lot going on in our world today, and even in our personal lives. We have different things going on, some things that I've already mentioned. You, you know better about your life and what's going on in your life, but 
we're going to declare peace today. Amen. We are going to tap into peace. Amen. And so I wanted, I was looking up the school shootings. Actually, we had a school shooting back in the 1700s, which is interesting. Another school shooting, 1840, some school shootings in 1850s, 1860s. I had no idea school shootings had been going on for so long. Oh, my goodness, in the 1880s. But the most most recent, um, well, we don't really have to get into that, but we know school shootings have been occurring uh, more recently, I guess, within the last 10 to 15 years in our century, like in the uh, 1900s. But, yeah, it's just a con- huge concern of mine. And so with, with all the concerns that I have personally, just with our president, with the state of our administration, with the school shootings that are going on, I do have some personal financial concerns, so just trying to budget a little more precisely to make sure that everything is taken care of with, with me and my bills and my life. And and another concern I have of the police brutality that's been going on against our young black men Man, have you guys been seeing this on the news? You know, our young black men and women, but mostly black men, these police officers, I mean, choking them, beating on them. Even just recently there was a young uh, lady um, who was on a beach, a young white lady, 20, on the beach, and she she was resisting arrest. But uh, and the police officers had her down to, you know, to handcuff her, and one of them started this I had balled up his fist and was hitting her in her head. I mean, oh my! She's twenty and she was a thin, a, you know, a thin young woman, and a police officer, is be, and not just once, but he was repeatedly beating her in her head. So, it, so I'm very concerned about the liberties that the police officers are taking. So again, just concerns, just concerns, just thoughts that could easily turn to worries. But let me tell you something. I have been tapping into peace. And we are going to be tapping into peace in our life, declaring peace, speaking peace over our lives, speaking peace over our family, over our marriage, over our children, over our health, over our mind, over our country, over our community, over our state leaders, our local leaders, over people that we don't even know in countries that we don't even know. We're going to declare the peace of the Lord tonight. Amen. Amen. So let's see. You know what? It's a little dark in here. Let me pop up so I can turn the light on right here in my kitchen. Lord, I'm stuck with my headphones. Give me just a minute. I'm going to turn the, because I haven't opened up all my blinds, so let me walk and turn the light on so I can see what's going on. We're going to get into the Word of God. And you know what? When God gave me these scriptures, I'm going to be honest with you, I was just like, God, these scriptures don't specifically say peace in them. But as I was reading, I was like, oh, but they give us peace. These two scriptures are going to be our principal scriptures tonight, and they declare peace. Okay, so let's go to Matthew first. Matthew chapter 11, verse 20 through 30. I'm going to read this scripture out of the King James Version. Amen, amen. It declares, Matthew 11, 28, come unto me. This is my, this, this is my scripture. I'm, I'm classic, but this is my scripture right here. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Did I say James or Matthew? Matthew 11, chapter, uh, yeah, Matthew 11, 28. Okay. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, 
and I will give you rest. Y'all know this Jesus talking to the words in red. 29, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest, my, 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 unto your souls. Verse 30, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. You know what? I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation anyway. Verse 28, Matthew 11:28. then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. And I will give you rest Take my yoke upon you Let me teach you Because I am humble and gentle And you will find rest for your souls For my yoke fits perfectly A yoke fits perfectly, that Jesus said For my yoke fits perfectly And the burden I give you is light I'm going to go ahead and read First Peter Chapter five, verse seven. I'm gonna read this. Let me flip over because I didn't I didn't get this one. I actually went to my Proverbs chapter. So let me flip and get first Peter chapter five, verse seven. I'm gonna read it out of the King James Version and it says Casting let me let me go up to six. Let me go up to six. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Seven, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Let let me tell you something. These scriptures, Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30, 1 Peter 5 and 7, the Bible is telling us to cast our care, cast our worries. Cast our major concern, and I say major concern because it's okay to be concerned about some things. You know, if if concern is a good thing because it lets us know that we love people. If we're concerned about them, if we're thinking about them, it lets us know how much that person means to us, that we love them, that we care about them, that we are concerned with their well-being. So concern is good, but concern can weigh so heavy on our minds that it can turn to worry. So that's why I say Great concern, great concern, worry, that can cause stress in our lives. And y'all know, I don't know if you know this or not, but heart disease is a leading killer among women. And part of heart disease is when we're stressed, worried, frustrated, and all of that buildup can cause some harm to our heart and it can cause a heart attack. It can happen in men too, but I'm just saying it's heart, heart, heart issues. It's a it's the number one leader of death in women. So we really, all of us, but women in particular, we really need to be mindful about our stress level, and we really need to be mindful about the things that worry us or that cause great, great concern for us, right? Because the Bible tells us Matthew eleven to cast our care. I mean, excuse me. Philippians four tells Second uh, Peter. I'm sorry. Let me get it right. First Peter tells us to cast our care upon the Lord because he cares for us. And Matthew 11 tells us to come unto him. Jesus said, come to me, all ye that are weary, all ye that are carrying a heavy burden, all ye who are stressed out, all ye, all ye who are so concerned about the issues of this life, so concerned about that family member, so concerned about that coworker, so concerned about that friend, 
so concerned about our president and all the things that he is doing, so concerned that it's keeping us up at night. We can't even sleep. I know people who have been so worried that their hair has fallen out. God says in his word that we can give those worries, those heavy concerns, those burdens, those weights unto him. We don't have to carry them. We don't have to hold on to them. We don't have to keep them. We don't have to be so frustrated or concerned about somebody that it, it, it hinders our health. It's not a, it's not our burden to carry. It's not our care to carry. It's not our worry, our our stress to carry. The Bible says that we can cast our care upon the Lord, for he cares for us. Because you know what? That stress, that heavy concern, that worry is the opposite of peace. <laughs> it's the opposite of peace Okay So let's see what peace is So peace according to My New Living Translation Bible Dictionary It says calm repose Free of strife or discord Harmony in personal relationships Especially with God Dictionary.com defines peace as, as far as the noun is concerned, a state of mutual harmony between people or groups, especially in personal relationships. The verb of peace, Dictionary.com, is a state of tranquility or serenity. It is the will of God that his people stay in perfect peace. The Bible says that Jesus will keep us in perfect peace if we keep our minds stayed on him. He will keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on him. Well, well, how can I keep my mind on Jesus when I'm worried about my marriage? How can I keep my mind on Jesus if my child is on drugs? How, how can I keep my mind on Jesus if my, if my child is missing? How can I keep my mind on Jesus if I am battling this sickness? How can I keep my mind on Jesus when my company is downsizing and and there's a real concern of me losing my job? But Isaiah 26 and 3 says that we are to keep our mind steadfast on Jesus, stayed on Jesus. You want to know why? Let me go back to a scripture I've been using very often, often. Proverbs 3 Five through six. Trust y'all can y'all say it with me. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. When we trust in God, when we don't lean to lean on our own understanding, we can be at peace. Because, see, our own understanding a lot of times tries to work out (laughs) the situation or the problem that we're dealing with. We're trying to work it out according to our understanding of it. Or we try to work it out according to how we think it should go. Or we try to work it out according to, okay, my own intellect, like I can figure this thing out, so I'm going to work it out. No, the Bible says to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding. The Bible says to cast 
our care upon the Lord. The word says that we can come to Jesus, those of us who are heavy laden, burning out, we can come to him and give him our burdens. And that and then in turn we can take on his yoke, which is easy and light. That's peace, y'all. That that serenity, that tranquility. And I will even add that calm that is within your heart and your spirit. Even when all hell is breaking loose around, you can remain in a place of tranquility, a place of harmony, a place of serenity because you are trusting God, because you know that even though I'm going through hell in my marriage, hell in my family, hell in my body, hell in my mind, God's got me. God is going to lead me in a place where he's going to take care of, lead me in a place of rest while he is taking care of that problem, while he is taking care of that sickness, while he is taking care of my marriage, while he is taking care of my children, while he is taking care of my finances, while he's taking care of the job. He's leading me down green pastures. (laughs) He leads us beside the still waters. (laughs) He restores our soul. He, God, look, when we trust Jesus and not ourselves, when we know that God is in control, that he is a God who knows all, sees all, is working it out for us, when we know that all things, according to others, work out for the good of them that love the Lord, when we, when we know God's word, when we know God's heart, when we know his mind, when we know and understand his love for us, when we understand that God is concerned about every single aspect of our lives, when we get that knowing, when we get that understanding, we will be able to rest in his love and rest in his peace and not let the cares of this world overtake us, not let the cares of this world keep us up at night, not let the cares of this world stress us out. When we cast, how do we get to peace? When we cast our cares. How do we get to peace when we can't go into him and, and give him our burdens? And it's hard to do that, isn't it? <laughs> it's easier said than done, as the saying goes. Sometimes it's hard to let go of that struggle or let go of that issue or let go of that worry. But, you know, I've heard the old folks say, and the song says, if you're going to worry, don't pray. But if you're going to pray about it, don't worry about it because God's got it. I guarantee you. So if you're going to worry about a situation, don't even worry about talking to God. He's not even listening to you anyway because he knows two seconds later you're going to start worrying about it again. But if you're going to trust God, trust him. Trust him fully with your heart. Trust him fully with your mind. Trust him fully with that situation. Trust him fully with that issue. I guarantee, I promise you, God is not going to let you down. God is not going to abandon you. God is not going to let you go. He's going to wrap you in his loving arms. He's going to keep you in peace as he's working out that situation for you. He's going to allow you to rest, to remain in serenity, to remain in tranquility. Peace is a state of our heart and our mind. Because when we trust God, when we rely on him, when we depend on him, when we know that 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 that God is going to make a way for us, we don't even let the cares of this world bog our mind down. Yes, it can 
again, be a concern, but we don't or we don't keep it so much in our minds that it becomes a worry, that it becomes stressful, that it be, begins to bring strife and stress among us, uh, upon us, okay? So we have to make sure that we are just resting, I mean resting in the Lord. Just that, that as Christians, one of our, our principal foundations should be peace, okay? Should be peace, love, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. That's what the Bible says. We're, we're, I'm, I'm going to find it right now for you. That the, the kingdom of God is love, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost, right? And so I'm, I'm, I'm looking up that scripture as I'm talking to you. So peace is a foundational principle for believers. God desires us to be at peace. He wants us to be healthy, and he wants us to be well. And peace is a part of that wellness and that wholeness. All right, and so so I just encourage us just to to take God at His word. I, I I encourage us to cast our care. I encourage us to give God our heavy burdens, to give God our sickness, to give God our children, to give God our spouse, to give God our financial burdens. God may not come through for you today, tomorrow, or the next day, but I guarantee you He's coming. The the the, the, the Bible doesn't say this, but somebody some a, some a song wrote or wrote this. God may not come, what, when we want him. But I guarantee you, God is always on time. God is always on time. He may not heal us when we want us, when we want him to, but he's going to heal us on time. He may not fix our marriage when we want him to, but he will come on time to repair that marriage. He may not bring the finances exactly when we want them, but I guarantee when we need them, they're coming. God is going to send a check through the mail. God is going to send somebody to give you a holy handshake, exchanging that money from one hand to another. God is going to allow some finances to appear from Somewhere for that financial blessing, God may not come when we want him, but I guarantee you, God is right on time. So we need to tap into God's peace, tap into his tranquility. God doesn't want us, you all. He, God does not want his sons and daughters to be stressed. God does not want his children to be worried frustrated, living our life so much that we're so tense and we're so clenched that our shoulders are stressful, our, our, our mind. You know, sometimes, sometimes when people um, are so stressed out, they get headaches. So I don't get headaches often, but when I get a headache, which has happened like a couple of times over the last month, I know something is out of balance within me, and I'm going to the Word of God to seek some peace. Because somewhere in my life, I have forfeited my peace. I've taken on worry. I've taken on frustration. So I go into the Word of God. I go in my prayer calls. I'm like, God, reveal to me where I'm stressed, where I'm worried, so I can cast that care upon you and reclaim my peace. Sometimes the enemy comes like a flood. He comes in with, with, with just so many things to try to get us distracted. You know, he comes in with, 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 with trying to sow negative thoughts, or he comes in to bring stress in our lives, through our family members or through our friends or through situations. But, but, but we have to declare to the enemy, no, God has peace. Peace is my portion. Peace is a benefit as a son and daughter of God, and I'm going to tap into peace. I, 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 I'm looking for my scripture so that I can give it to you. Romans, oh, I did forget to read Romans. Um, let me read Romans 14 and 17. 
and I'm going to find peace, joy, and the Holy Ghost. I'm going to find that scripture, too. I wrote down so many scriptures, you all, but I can't remember what each one is, but I'm going to give them to you at the end so that you can go back and study them. And I'm also going to put them on our Blog Talk Radio website so that you, if you don't write them down as I say them, you can go back and they'll be written there for you, okay? So Romans 14, verse 17, it says, I'm flipping there right now. For the kingdom of God... I didn't really want this one, but I'm going to read it anyway. For the kingdom of God is not me and dreams, but righteousness and peace. This is the one I wanted. And joy in the Holy Ghost. So if you read a couple of scriptures up, um, the Bible talks about, you know, specific foods to eat, like unclean uh, food to eat, clean food to eat. Like in the Old Testament times, they didn't eat um, hoofed animals like pigs because it was considered unclean or unholy unto the Lord. So if you read uh, Romans chapter 14, you'll kind of understand verse uh, 17 when it says it's not meat and drink but righteousness and peace in the Holy Ghost. That's our portion. Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Even if you look back at uh, Galatians chapter 5 at, in the fruit of the Spirit, peace is one of the fruit of the Spirit. Peace is a, uh, a, 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 a principle that the Lord wants us to tap into because it's a fruit of the Spirit. Peace scriptures are throughout the Word A few of them, but peace scriptures are throughout the Word of God because God wants us to be at peace. But God wants us to be so much at peace with ourselves that we can live peaceably with all men. If we look at Romans 12 and 18 and Hebrews 12 and 4, it talks about us living peaceably with other people. So we should be such uh, in such a state of peace, our mind should be in such a state of peace that wherever we go, we are um, taking peace with us so that other people can experience the peace of God. And not only that, so that when we interact with people, whether it's somebody we like or don't like, whether it's somebody who's being nasty to us or not, we are living in so much peace within ourselves that we can deliver peace to that other person. Amen? Living peaceably with all men. And so we need to really, you all, tap into God's peace. There is, our life is too short for us to live it in a state of worry, in a state of frustration, in a state of stress, in a state of carrying these heavy burdens that God never meant for us to carry. We are to cast our care. I know I've been saying it all show, but I'm going to keep saying it. We need to cast our care upon the Lord. We need to give the Lord our weariness, our heavy burdens, our stress, and take his yoke upon us. Take his rest upon us. Peace, peace I would dare say, is the state of mind. And it's a state of heart. It should peace should be such a foundation that tranquility, that serenity, that calm should be such a part of us that it's our foundation. It is our core. It is what we reset to <laughs> when we're starting to feel worry or stress. We can set the you know push the reset button and say, oh no no no, I will I will experience peace. I declare peace over the situation. I declare peace over my body. I declare peace over my mind. I declare peace over my family. I declare peace over this day. I will walk in peace today. I will experience peace today. You know, every single day I declare peace and joy. On my way to work, I'm praying while I'm 
here, but I pray more when I'm in the car headed to work. And every single day, especially for the last month or so, I, I declare peace and joy in my life today in Jesus' name. I declare, declare peace and joy in my classroom. I declare peace and joy with my children. I am releasing peace and joy. Peace and joy kind of go hand in hand. I talked about joy the last time. But I declare it because I, 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 like, I cannot live without peace. Like, I don't like drama, I don't like gossip, I don't like a bunch of foolishness, I don't have time for that. I enjoy living a life of, a life of peace. Yes, sometimes I do get stressed out. Yes, sometimes I do get worried. But in those moments, I've got to go back and reset. Reset the button? Nope. Let me, I declare peace. I declare please, peace. I declare tranquility. I declare harmony within my life right now in the name of Jesus. And so we need, y'all, to tap into the peace that the Spirit of the Lord has given us as sons and daughters, okay, sons and daughters of God. So we tap into peace. We declare peace in the name of Jesus. I am going to give you a few more scriptures before I end, and I'm also, I am going to add them before the night is over. I will add them to our blog talk radio website, but I'm going to just share them with you right now. James three eighteen, Proverbs twelve twenty. Proverbs sixteen seven, Romans twelve eighteen, Romans fourteen seventeen, Hebrew twelve four, Isaiah twenty six three, Isaiah fifty four ten, Isaiah fifty five twelve, John four the entire the entire chapter of John fourteen is good, but John fourteen twenty seven and John sixteen and thirty three. I'm actually going to turn to two of these scriptures because I just want to declare them over us right now. So I'm going to declare John 16 and 33 over us, and I'm going to declare John 14 and 27 over us. So I'm getting there now. Okay, I'm going to do John 16 and 33. It says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace in the world. Ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So because God has overcome the world, because he has overcome the struggles and stresses of this world, we can overcome. We can be in good cheer. We can be of good cheer because Jesus has overcome, and we overcome too. He died that we might have peace. Amen. So, God, I declare your peace right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that we are of good cheer, God, because you or Jesus, because you have overcome the world. So I declare peace and I declare good cheer over us right now in the name of Jesus. In John 14 and 27, it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus himself is declaring peace over us. He says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. So I declare peace over you right now, peace over your mind, peace over your heart, peace over your soul, peace over your body, peace over your family, peace over your relationships, that peace that Jesus left with us when he uh, went back to glory with God, I declare that peace over us right now in the name of Jesus. So tap into peace, tap into calm, tap into tranquility, 
Tap into harmony. Tap into serenity by casting your cares, by giving God your burdens, by giving God your worries. Cast them. Give them to God. He will take care of you. Amen. Amen. And so that is what I have for us tonight. I thank you so much for joining us tonight. As always, it is a privilege to come into your home, and I pray that you receive the peace of the Lord. I I, I encourage you to read these scriptures and declare these scriptures in your home. You know, the power of life and death is in our tongue. That's what Proverbs tells us. And so we have the ability in our tongue to speak life or to speak death. And peace, worry and stress can lead to death. Right, worrying, or I mean, just worry, worry, worry all the time about everything. Stress can lead to death. God wants us to have life and life more abundantly. So we need to use our tongue of life, use our words of life, and declare peace over our home. Get these scriptures in your spirit. Read them out loud. Declare them over yourself. Declare them over your family. Declare them in your home. Release them into the atmosphere. Pray them into the atmosphere, and I guarantee if you trust God, if you cast your care upon him, if you, if you give your yokes and your burdens and your heaviness to him, to him and you take on his peace and his lightness, <laughs> you will experience peace. Okay, so just declare those scriptures over yourself. Amen. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. As always, it's a privilege to come into your home. Look, I want to let you know the summer gathering, it has been canceled. So God is leading the free ministries in a different direction. Or, yeah, I would say a different direction. We're still going to keep the broadcast. We're still going to be praying. But we're going to take the free ministries into a different avenue. Um, And I thank God for it because God has already given me the vision and it's just a matter of gathering some people to help me work this vision that God has given me. Really, it's to expand Be Free Ministry, Be Free Ministry, so that we can have a greater influence in our community and influence in our world, so that we can evangelize and get and win some souls for Christ Jesus and minister to people who are in need. Just reach out into our community. There's a lot of need in our communities, and God desires Be Free Ministries to be one of the entities that helps to meet those needs. So God has given the vision, and we'll be able to cast the vision whenever God releases it. So summer gathering is canceled, but God is still moving. God is still ministering. God is still speaking. God is still casting the vision, and we thank God for it. So just stay tuned. I'm pretty sure I'll let you know on this broadcast when God allows us to release the expansion of our ministry. Amen. Amen. So if you want to know more about Be Free Ministries, visit our website at BeFreeMinistriesNC.Weebly.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BeFreeMinistriesNC. If you have a prayer request, a prayer need, a praise report, a prophetic word you want to release to us, email us at BeFreeMinistriesNC at Outlook.com. Look, if nobody, oh, and don't forget to join us next week at 6.30 as we continue to tap in to those areas, those benefits, those promises that the Lord has released into us. Look, if you want to pray with us tonight, uh, pray with us at 7.30 a.m. at number, the number 641-715-0861, 7150861. The access code is 
888-646-0021. Join us, and God is going to release a, a prayer over us tonight in Jesus' name at 730. So, look, if nobody has told you that they love you, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. This is Be Free Ministries signing off.